welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how we doing? Buck, you seemed a little traumatized uh, before before you uh, got in here, because uh, John John Sowen's here, by the way. Hey, now. John Sowen from Low Budget FM. Uh, uh, you seemed a little traumatized when you came in, because John and I were already sitting in the garage getting ready for the uh, first show we did. Yes, I was tardy. I'm sorry. I was tardy just like in school. I'm sorry. I know. And you started... I, I thought you got started without me, by the way you are sitting in here. I'm like, oh, shit. But uh, no, uh, we never do that. When I walked out, Furry Murray had grown into an English bulldog, and that scared the shit. Out. And this English bulldog did not like me, so I really thought. Oh, really? Was, I really thought it was Furry Murray in the form of an English bulldog. Yeah, that's Titan, dude. That thing's huge. <laughs> yeah, that fucker's huge. It's a huge English bulldog that just started barking at me right when I came in. So. Does he have a deep bark? Oof. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a, yeah. Yeah. And so my, my wife and I were dog sitting because now that we have one dog, we're, we are. Uh, now, like, you're friends with dogs, like, oh, they have a dog, you know? And so this dog is the sweetest dog, but it's a huge English bulldog, and yeah. it it farts. Oof. And the other night, my wife and I are watching the Academy Awards, and we have the dog in the living room. We have, like, Murray, and then we have Titan. And yeah. Titan's a breeder that uh, our, our friends make tons of money off of breeding the dog. Oh. But, oh, my Lord, I don't know why anybody would want to breed this thing, because it was sitting there. I don't know what we fed it. And you couldn't hear it, so it's not like it was like, you know, none of that was going on, but we're just sitting down, and my wife and I are like, oh, oh, and we were just covering our noses the whole time, because this dog is just fucking laying waste to our house, and the whole house smells now like Titan. <laughs> and, um, See, I think, I think dogs do that, because like, dog, like dogs are meant to eat, basically, meat. Yeah. And it's like when we feed them dog food, we're feeding them all sorts of crap with that's not meat in there. Basically. And I think that's just f- screws of their intestinal tract and that's why they uh, what, that's why dogs have such bad gas all the time. Well, it wasn't that it was like well the thing was I thought that Titan would have liked like a large bean and cheese burrito from uh, Enrique's up the street. So I gave the dog a bean and cheese burrito. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll definitely lay waste to your house right oh. there. Maybe I next time no. Yeah. But I think dog food will do the same thing. Too. Oh, but if you fed it, if you fed, if you fed that dog like a steak or something like that, you'd probably be fine. It'd be fine. It would just like yeah. it would fart and it would smell like Purell. <laughs> no, <laughs> not like that. I just don't. I just don't think he would have just noxious gas no. nearly as much. Todd is a very conscious first dog owner. Yeah, he, he, he had got a dog late in life, so you're very conscious about it. You're still brushing your dog's teeth, right? Mm-mm. Nightly with beef beef flavored toothpaste. It's happening. Yeah, Are it's, you really doing that? That's what I'm saying. Yes, well, my, Murray is half greyhound, and greyhounds have the smaller jaws, so they're yeah. more prone to tooth loss. So what we do is we have a little thing. We have what's up, doggy floss. That's right, John. Which uh, it, it's also <laughs> uh, uh, veal flavored uh, doggy floss, and right. then we 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 go between each teeth, uh, each tooth. So like literally, I could um. I, not that I do this, but I could tongue kiss my dog. Yeah. It'd probably more pleasurable than most women meet in a club. There you go. You know, you'll be tongue kissing your dog later on tonight. If things go right, <laughs> if I, you know, if I romance him with right, we have this tiki dog food, right. which is like a nice shredded uh, shrimp and uh, oh. and uh, chicken. I mean, I could actually serve this. You could actually take uh, the tiki dog food I serve my dog, and on the grilled cheese truck, lay some cheese in that, put on some nice rye bread, and I think it would be fantastic. I'm saying Murray lives better than me at this point. Me, he, he has he has people flossing him. Flossing him at this point. Would you yeah. like me to floss you, Buck? I would. I want to be flossed. That's all I want in this. Wow. Yeah. I want someone to floss me. There you go. Floss me. 
I need a bang me. Do, do you want it to be Dina Lohan? Yes, I do. <laughs> my dream. Dina Lohan is my bang maid, flossing me in the morning. Yes. That, that's that, that's what I want. There's got to be a sexual fetish for that because people have all different sorts. Like, you know, I kind of get off when other people tie my shoes. Ooh. Interesting. Maybe it's like a kindergarten <laughs> too. Yeah, exactly. Well, my first grade teacher, Miss Sloshberg, I've always had a thing for Jewish women and John Lennon glasses. And she wow. she did that. She tied my shoes a few times. And um, That's why you have that thing. Speaking of that, extends. No. Um, so, okay, on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about a business opportunity that I'm trying to capitalize on. Mm. And later, we're going to do some news. All right. But before we get into that, uh, before we started today's show, I woke up this morning and I had a great night's sleep last night, but I wanted to really amp up on coffee for the show because I feel like the last couple shows we did were a little more low energy. Huh. So I want to amp up on some caffeine. So I went to Starbucks right up the street where the cute girl who had the uh, the, the the dyed... The bleach blonde hair, bleach I remember her. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't work there anymore. Oh, God. Damn. I got to find out what Starbucks she's been transferred to. Maybe she went to Starbucks corporate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she got a different job, Todd. Maybe she went to barista college. No. <laughs> You're like, she's working at a Starbucks somewhere, and I will find her. I don't know what she would do better than serving me coffee and remembering my name. That, that's all she's good for. skanky bleach blonde hair. Nice. What else could she do besides maybe a call girl? Like a Lakewood call girl, you mm. know? Mm. She's probably it? the CEO of some company right now. <laughs> With that skanked out hair. That, yeah. that a Woody Allen bit, which I loved, is was in a book. It was a, some article for the New Yorker he wrote many years ago, and it was The Whore of Mensa. Mm-hmm. And it was about how he didn't want whores for sex, but for intelligent conversation. Mm. So he would bring up this, you know, Radcliffe, like private school girl, and then she would just come over and just speak like about philosophy with him, and that like that charged him sexually. But I, I just want uh, you know, Kristen from uh, Starbucks. She had her name on her thing. That was okay. yeah. so, And you have a thing for Kristen Stewart too. Yes, it's all Kristen. It's all tied in, dude. Yeah, it's all Kristen's tied in. with problems. Mm. Yes, maybe. So we're just guessing on the Starbucks check. Yeah, I don't know I, for a fact. She seemed well adjusted, but. So I was but in, bleach blonde hair is a lot of times a trigger that mm. she's into. It's a call. It's a call drugs. for something. She's into drugs. sex. <laughs> is that what or it is? Getting money for sex. Mm. I don't know. Selling a 1950s principal or something. <laughs> hey, you know, you sometimes know bleach blonde hair leads to. Is she a slacker? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just because they're from the 1950s doesn't mean they were wrong. Mm. You know, <laughs> they could have been right. It's true. Yeah. Any girl with Candy Clark hair like American Graffiti. Anyway, yeah. uh, so um. So I was in the Starbucks today, and as as I was in line waiting to get my coffee, there was some guy in, in front of me, and he was like a good-looking guy, maybe about his late 40s, and he had... Stovepipe hat. No, no, nice coiffed oh. hair, and he had an Italia soccer jersey on. Mm. Not, not a jersey, but like a, a, a hoodie, like a, like a hoodie, like, a, like an Adidas, Adidas... Uh, <laughs> yes. Italian soccer thing, which immediately cued me off to potential douchebag. Yeah. And as he was ordering, he ordered his coffee, and then he went for the oatmeal. Now, there's, you know, I don't see how at any point people get weird about the oatmeal at Starbucks, but he asked the guy working, and I swear to God, he said, okay, like an oatmeal, but uh, what, what I want you to do is when you, because in Starbucks oatmeal, they have just like the oatmeal powder, and they put hot water in it, and that expands it, and it becomes oatmeal. Right, right. And so he turns to the guy, and he goes, could you just let the water run a little bit so the cold water in the chamber runs out, and then fill it up halfway? 
And he said oh. this to the oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh. He he said that to him, and it, like it was like my head exploded behind no. him. It was like you picky son of a bitch. You're buying a two dollar oatmeal, yeah. and it's not like you don't have hot water in your home. Maybe just say hey, don't put any fucking water in it. But that might have made him worse. Mm. But I was like I couldn't believe. And yeah. I guess at Starbucks, the whole motto is, you know... It's your it's your way, yeah. It's your way. Now, Buck, you That's work Burger at... Burger King, s- isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. I work there, too. I got confused. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Burger King's had it your way. <laughs> oh, my bad. Buck, yeah. you worked at Starbucks. Did you ever see people that had such crazy-ass things? Like, I, if, if I saw this guy, I would immediately have just put my wiener... In it, and I would have like shot out a couple that's, good things of hot piss, and they'd be like, "This is warm." First shot of this ain't cold. That's why getting you, a piss in the, the, the chamber of my urethra always warm, motherfucker. No offense, Todd. That is why you cannot be a barista. Right. All right. You do not have the patience for this. All right. Yeah. This is the everyday. The everyday is some asshole coming up like, "I want it 145 degrees, half calf, non fat." You know that type of bullshit. Oh. Yeah. It's. That's what you're dealing with in that world, so you might as well get used to it. What was the worst you ever had? The, well, you immediately just wanted to like I just remember camel when, clutch the person. I just remember one situation in particular where there was a line of drinks, and some guy orders an espresso. Just an espresso. It's two shots, right? Two shots of espresso. Not, not a big deal, but I have to take care of the drinks before it. Well, this guy wasn't having that. He looks at me, and he's like, hey, I want my espresso. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look, and it's seriously, remember Die Hard? Yeah. Do you remember Die Hard? Yeah. Do you remember the, the guys in the helicopter that were shooting at Bruce Willis at one point, the black guy and the white guy? The white guy had, like, fucked up face and stuff. He was actually a James Bond bad guy. All you, right. you know what I'm talking about. Okay. I don't, I don't yeah. know the actor's name. He was also in Goonies, the bad guy in Goonies. Oh, Robert Davi. I'm surprised you know that. It was that guy. Oh, it was Robert Davi from, from Goonies, and he was in one of the uh, Pierce Brosnan... Yeah, Pierce Brosnan... Uh, Bond films. 007. Yeah. All I know is I look up and I see fucked up pimple face right there in my face, and he's like, I want my espresso right now! And I had to tell his ass, look, there's five cups in front of your cup right here. You're getting it when they're done. And I had to tell him, yeah, sit the fuck down. Sit down. Robert Davi? Yeah. Did he start sit singing... Sit down, a, diehard guy. Did he start singing opera? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. in Goonies? Yeah. Yeah, that would have freaked the shit out of you. Put, puts me in the back of a, a station wagon like Chunk. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, Chunk. Put you in an ice cream <laughs> freezer. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, but the daily minutia of just people coming in like that, that's the everyday, Todd, is people coming in with idiotic things like that. And most of the time, honest to God, I wouldn't do it 100% how they wanted it, and they loved it all the same. Just because they, it was their whole point was if I can try to impose right. my will. It wasn't about the coffee. It was about imposing the will on a $9 an hour employee. Right. Basically. Maybe that's the uh, next business model is like you have one, you have a coffee shop where it's all sorts of different things and it's the exact same drink no matter what but different names and people can order it however they want and they just get the exact same cup and no one says a damn thing. <laughs> they just get that joy of power of berating yeah. someone. Yeah, well, it's not even that. It's just like, you know, it's not even berating. It's just like, yeah, it's like, I want my coffee and I want it I want it brown and I want it at 150 degree, 145 degrees, exactly. And I want the water to you use to be from the Brazilian jungles. You know, <laughs> like they can just say whatever bullshit they want. And it's like, cool. And then you just charge them the same and just give them the co- same coffee. Yeah, now that guy with the faucet thing, that's not a big deal. 
That's that's something that's kind of common sense. Like you, you what? that would blow your mind. Okay, yeah, like wait, you're okay. such an asshole. It's common sense, but I would never want another human being to look at me in the face <laughs> and think I'm such a prick. To not only yeah. tell somebody else how to do their job that does that day in and day out, but tell somebody who doesn't give a fuck about their job most likely that's just trying to get into something else in life right. uh, to tell them that and just to appear so pick like I. There's very few things in life that like I ha- I'm specific about when I order food. Like if I order a burrito, I say no rice because I think rice just is like filler in a burrito, and I want all the other good stuff in a better proportion. Mm. Or just no rice. I don't know that you actually get it down. in a, or a better proportion. Yeah, but I'm like I don't know that you get more of anything. But it's like it's like having too yeah. much too much ice in a drink or whatever. It kills it. So like I ha- I have that, but that's the only thing that really. Or I ask for a little bit of ice in my coffee. Because at Starbucks, it's fucking 90 billion degrees, and I can't drink it for four hours. So I say, hey, get a little light ice there. But I don't try to sit and impose my will. Mm. It's horrible. So before we get into the news today, I, I, I've had this business idea that I want to run you know, with you guys. And I, and I think you guys are some decent business minds. You oh, know, yeah. Buck, you, work, you work on a uh, you know, truck selling shit every day. Right. You know what people want. Yes. Uh, John Sowen, you're a man who knows a little bit about marketing. Somewhat. You know, from uh, your, your times in advertising and voiceover work. But uh, recently I was at a party, and they, uh, some of the people there, they had, uh, what, what do you call it? They had moonshine. Oh, wow. What right. are you talking? That little, like, mason jars full of moonshine. Is that is that becoming hip again? This, yes. This and whole they, Boardwalk Empire shit? Yeah. Is that what's bringing it on? Yeah, I think so. And they, huh. they had Is mo- it, like, basically pure alcohol, or...? It was like, like super pure, strong stuff. It was super strong stuff, and I think they got it from Arizona. Okay, but what happens is that they also, but it was like flavored, which mm-hmm. fucking, which made it immediately yuppy. So it was like yeah. the weird flavor you'd get in uh, what absolute, like where they have like you know left-handed cherry picked right. by you know a midget green apple. I mean, unless mm. it's like pine moonshine, should not be like flavored. <laughs> I, exactly. Like, you know, you know, it's like yeah, we threw a pine sprig in there. Like oh, okay, this one is flavored nasty. Yeah, it's like other than, yeah, exactly. Did Nasty you, or pine this, or alcohol. Has That's anyone it. seen The Master? Have you guys seen that? No, no. Mm-hmm. You know, Elron, Joaquin Elron Hubbard. Yeah, Elron Joaquin doing it up. But yeah, he's always moonshining in the movie. Joaquin is. It's like one of the things. Every place he goes to, he's he's shining it up. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, and and that's one of the reasons Elron recruits him. Says, I like the juice. Give me give me more of this. You like hmm. the juice? I like the juice. And what wa- is The Master even about? The early days of uh, Scientology. How, oh, how cool. it all started out. Yep. Oh, it sounds immediately cool. I, like I want to watch that now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it doesn't sound that attractive to watch, but it is. Actually, it does sound kind of cool. It is a really good movie. Yeah. Buck recommends. Yeah. As I, I did, you see any other Oscar-nominated movies or any of the other ones? I saw pretty much all of them. Yeah. Did, did you see the sessions? I I did. No, see- I have not. I heard that's really. It's like about a. A guy who can't get wood, who who, yeah. who has wood. No, he can, yeah. But he can't masturbate because he has muscular dystrophy. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, he was a victim of polio. So, yeah, he pretty much, he can get, yeah, he can get wood, but he can't do pretty much anything. Wow. So, I thought yeah. polio was defeated. I thought we, we killed that shit. Uh, we did. This is an older story. Oh. How, really? Yeah. That's a William H. Macy thing? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean... <laughs> Like not all story, not all films that are made this year huh? are about things that happened this year. Like Hitchcock, for example, huh? that took place in the '60s. So it's not just like a, a big fat corpse. No, like, huh? I, you know, this I, was a dude in the Iron Lung. But yeah, if you want to, if you want to see Helen Hunt naked, like if you really want to see her naked, <laughs> really, 
Yeah, like for, for a long. long time. Wow. The Sessions is definitely the movie to see. So she did get a nomination for that. That's she got why. a nomination, but she didn't win. See, for guys, it's you uh, You go, like they said in Tropic Thunder, you go retard. You know, yeah. you play a retard, you get an Academy Award. For women, it's what? Show your ass. Yeah, right? well. Remember, uh, what was that? Uh, I saw your Jack, boobs. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Nicholson movie. with uh, As good as it gets. Kathy, uh, what's her name? Remember, she's coming out of the hot tub and she's... Oh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Didn't she get nominated for that or something? Uh, she won Maybe. longest titties. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that was gnarly. <laughs> I, you know, I think the only... But yeah, thing, Session's a good movie, but yeah. I think the only thing Moonshine should taste like is Comet. Like what you Ugh, use to clean true. out the, no, bath- the bathtub. No, right. Yeah. yeah. It should taste just like pure alcohol. Yeah. As soon as it's flavored, it's not Moonshine anymore. But I figured that, uh, being that like that that stuff's coming back, like all the hipsters drink Pabst Blue Ribbon, you know oh, these God, days. People yeah. people are loving low end alcohol. At so the, at the event I was at last night, that's what was flowing. What? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. At the hipster event I was at, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's drinking it at the ranch. So I figured that the best thing that I could do to maybe make some money, I think I have the real in on this, is that's if I created artisanal, like high end Pruno. What's Pruno? Pruno is prison alcohol that, oh, that, that yeah. inmates make. So, like, if you had, let's say, uh, what they do is they take their fruit together mm-hmm. and they put it in a big, like, plastic bag and they take, like, toilet water, like L.A. County prison toilet water. Yes. And yes. They, they set it. We've talked about this on the show before. And they sit and they set it in the water. Now, what happens is the fruit ferments eventually. Then you get that white lightning yeah. on the side of it. And then you make prison alcohol. Right. And I thought that if somebody, like made a really good high quality low quality pruno that like people at parties like if they sold this i would totally roll up to a party at a friend's house and they'd be like what you got uh somebody brought some absolute somebody brought some great goose somebody got you know some maker's mark what do you got todd pruno if, if you went to silver lake with that shit oh i'd be gone oh, so oh you're my saying, god Just you're go. saying take nasty water like sewer water, basically. L.A. County prison right. water. LA, a, L.A. County prison water. Out of the steel toilet. Y- you and know, yeah. you put, and then you get, like, the best fruit. You get, like, some obscure fruit, like a durian mm-mm, or something mm-mm, like mm-mm, that. Mm-mm. No, you get the kind of fruit they sell in L.A. County prison. So, I mean, not sell, but they give people as their meal. Like right. like a, a, a smaller, runty apple that maybe they couldn't sell to Ralph, so it goes to the prison system. Okay. A really low-end orange that's, like, but yellow. But you're getting it organic. I don't know. To no. make it higher end. No, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to brand it high end, but it's going to be oh. the same bullshit. Okay, same bullshit branded high One end. One thing, too, is, Todd, I mean, the L.A. County water, the sewer system, the water is impeccable. It's like the water in Chicago for pizzas. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. There's something in the water. Right, like they say with New there's York pizza. In, yeah, New York pizza, like Johnny's uh, Pizza in L.A., they say they import New York water for it. There's yeah. something in the water there, is what I'm saying. And so I have a friend named Dookie from the Compton Crips. I'm sorry? Dookie. Dookie. His name's Dookie because of the braids. Braid refers to his braids, yes. Yeah, his Dookie braids. And Dookie is, uh, he's, he's famous on YouTube. We played the audio once before. I just want to play a second of Dookie. Now, Dookie is a big-time pruno maker that actually, outside of his prison life, he's been perfecting it uh, off of Compton Boulevard, uh, between Compton Boulevard and Rosecrans, uh, right off of Alameda. And uh, he's been really working on a recipe. So me and Dookie have been talking. We've been discussing ways that we can brand this, and it'll be like Perry's Pruno. Like, I'll make the Perry name not only synonymous with Tyler, my cousin, and Rachel, my other cousin, but, um, and, and the pizza parlors around LA, but it's gonna be Perry's Pruno. No, no, no. Peruno. 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 You put Perry's Pruno together. 
Okay. Per, oh, Peruno. Peruno. So Peruno. He, that's the drink. So here's just a little bit of my, my, my buddy Dookie and the rest of his buddies in the Compton Crips kind of discussing. Nope. Alcohol. Alcohol made up. That's that kid's show. This is where God made night. This is what tear, got niggas talking tear, tear kind for real. This is what got niggas in the county jail and wait side rioting right now, man. So what do you? How do you do it? How do you start from the beginning? Tell me how you how you start. Uh, you do, man. Right get you, you, you start with a kicker, man. Yeah, you get exactly. you some fruit, man. You peel that shit, man. You let it mold. You dig what I'm saying? You let it get good and stanky. You see stanky. what I'm saying? You can put it in an old sweat sock. Or whatever, whatnot. Then you get wow. your juice, I see. man. This the best thing awesome. to use is apple. I mean, orange juice. Apples. You, you get your orange juice, man. You pour your orange juice off in there, man. Then you set that nasty, rotten ass fruit up in there that molded and everything, man. Let it sit for a couple days. You see what I'm saying? To it blow up. It's gonna blow up, man. It's gonna blow up so big that motherfucker will bust if you yep. don't burp it, man. Once you burp it, burp it, man. You gotta burp it. Gotta burp it, man. So maybe this, this, I, I could have different flavors, which could be I could have the app like like L.A. County app. Apple, right? And mm-hmm. then I can have LA County Orange. It's gonna be LA right. County right there. Right, yeah. Maybe I'll expand out to maybe some some places out in the Inland Empire. Pomona Correctional T- Facility. Todd, you are a modern you are a modern day Samuel Adams. Who is that guy? Yes. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing it. The guy who owns Sam Adams. He has his brewmeisters and yeah. Jim Cook. Yeah, th- you are an actual you are not. This guy is Dookie. Yeah. Dookie, Dookie is a modern day. Yeah, yeah. So I can have you know who else is a modern day Sam Adams? Jim Cook, the owner of Sam Adams. There it is. Yeah, he still owns it. But he's the oh, head, yeah? He's, yeah. A, he's the head brewmaster. Mine yeah. will be a dookie. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, I wanted to write a, a whole new form of alcohol. I wanted Here. to write Peruno. a. a is this technically wine? Kind of sounds like wine. I think it. it oh yeah, wine's made from fruit. It, this yeah. definitely it's a it's an artisanal wine. You got to burp that shit. Yeah. You got to burp. <laughs> you got to burp it. So some real quick questions I have because you have to put a proposal to the venture capitalists. I think that are gonna. Oh yeah. The the, the VCs, not the Viet Cong, but the venture capitalists that I want to get to kind of invest in this. Sure. And so basically, you need you need first of all you need to tell them an executive summary, like the executive. Right. So I think that'll just be me and Dookie. And then maybe I can show Dookie's yep. rap sheet. Sure. Like they I, like that. I think he got... Venture it was, capitalists like rap sheets. Like, well, absolutely. It shows he spent time in, in the brewery. Yes. In, in the garden itself, picking the fruit. Yeah, and so like maybe I'll say, you know, I think he was... Last time he was arrested, it was just for intimidation. Hmm. But he has a couple armed robberies and uh, one, one little domestic violence thing. But I think, uh, I think we're, we're good on that. Who doesn't? And then the other thing is you have to analyze the downsides of the investment. And I don't really see out, outside of potentially people getting in traffic accidents sure. or the basic ABC laws or California state regulations. Um, well, no, but Dookie has a lawyer, hmm. uh, Mr. Bernstein, and then he, he knows you, know, you get 5 to 20 for this. And Dookie knows because Dookie has been involved with a bunch of people who have been busted for crime. So he right. knows what you get for the, the violations. Well, I mean, even though we're talking about alcohol here, and I know alcohol pretty much can kill off any known pathogen, uh, when you're dis- when you're starting with L.A. County facility correctional toilet water, yep, how sick does that make people? Basically, good, good stuff. Yeah. Well, you, you never see anybody coming out saying I caught it in prison unless it's some type of you know venereal disease, right? But people who die in prison oftentimes don't come out and you know talk about it; they're dead. Well, they got shanked most likely. I don't think anybody died of a viral infection. 
Hmm. Well, all right, maybe. Maybe maybe the immune systems in prison are stronger than the immune systems on the outside. That's true, because they survived the streets. Yeah. All right. All right, John, you ready for some news? Sure. I like turtles. Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weed heaven. When is someone too stoned to drive? Mm. Oh, good God. Prosecutors and some lawmakers have long pushed for laws that would set a strict blood level limit for THC, a key ingredient in cannabis. A driver o- over the limit would be deemed guilty of driving under the influence, just as with alcohol. Mm. Such, legisla- bleh, such legislation has failed several times in recent years. In the face of fierce opposition from marijuana advocates and defense lawyers who claim a one-size-fits-all standard doesn't work for marijuana because it affects the body differently than alcohol. Yep. On both sides, passions run high. So what kind of sobriety test could we give people to see whether they're too stoned or not? What do you think? Now, now Buck, I feel like this is right up your alley. Like, yes. maybe, I, I'm not going to say you've ever been too stoned to drive an automobile ever in your life. <laughs> but if there was a way when maybe once or twice you learned... Hmm. How stoned you can be driving because a couple times you're too stoned. Right. What, what could have been the ways the cops figured out you were too stoned? If, a, if the cop had me outside of the car with the flashlight on me and shit like that, and he whipped out a, a Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, and he was just like this, and that would be the test. If I went for that Reese's. Then you'd That's be, the test, right? It's all then. over, yeah. If he had the Reese's, just hold it out like that and just watch me. I'd have, so then it's it, like, it'd be like this. All they'd need to do is just like document that, like just document how big a bite you take out of the Reese's. Yeah. Or, or if, if you, I even went for it. If yeah. I didn't go for it, I'd be like, no, no Reese's, no Reese's. I'm okay. They can then, test, then you're sober. They you're can sober. test your blood Reese's level. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That is my munchie, yes. I would find that if I was. You know, driving an automobile stoned, like I, I would drive four miles an hour, and I would leave. But I would leave. But if somebody were to hit me, I wouldn't realize it till seven minutes after it happened. But you see, you're very cautious when you're stoned. But you're, you're cautious, but you have zero reaction time. <laughs> yeah, that's you. And see, that's why. That's, <laughs> that's you. That's why I don't. That's you. you. Yeah, that's you. That's why what the doctor was saying. Weed affects everyone differently. Alcohol, you're just trashed. You're just trashed. Give me a. Big old smoke out session with John Youngblood. I'm driving away from that. You know what I'm saying? It's no problem. Uh, see, I, I, th- I think that's bad. But you never hear of anybody getting hit or killing five people after smoking weed, though. You never, like, you never see on the news some guy smoked way too much weed and killed people. But I, but I do believe it probably happened. So I'm not advocating it at yeah. all. But um, I'll advocate. Interesting. What I would figure is if I was a cop, I would roll around with a little DV pl- DVD player, and I'd have Super Troopers in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then like with the guy stoned, I'd be like, I just like, you know, I'd be like, do you know how fast you're driving? I'd ask a few questions, and if I had suspicion of marijuana, I'd pull out Super Troopers, mm. and I put it right in front of them, and I'd play like the opening scene from Super Troopers where the cops are fucking with the guys on weed, right? And I'd play that scene, and if they don't laugh, if they just stone face it, then then they're good to go. They're not stoned. But yeah. if you're stoned and you watch Super Troopers, you're gonna completely lose your shit, right? And you, you're you're gonna shit yourself because it's so funny. Oh, I, I would. I would fail that test, Todd. Immediately. You got, you got yeah. me on that one. Would you fail it right now? Sure. All right. Well, I, I want to check sure. your, 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 your marijuana <laughs> levels for this show right now. And uh, Put on the soup troop. I'll, I'll watch it again. You'll I've seen be, it many times. Yeah. You'd be totally dead. Dude, do that in uh, Beer Fest. We'll yeah. do a double feature. Come on, let's do it. Beer Fest. Bro- I, broken Lizard all day long. I know it's horrible. I think for me it would be uh, if you showed me an agave oh, yo. plant. <laughs> I was at a I was at a party uh, last time I really hit the weed it was I, I had an edible 
at a, my friend's party in, in, down, in downtown Long Beach. When? So it was with the, the Crystal Antlers, the band, kind of big these days. But I was hanging out with those guys. And they, they, they had this, all the, these wonderful succulents at their house. And me and my wife were there. And I ate an edible. And I didn't think I ate that much, but I was playing ping pong with a dude. And after we, it was like, you know, 10-9, 10-8. It was getting really close. But at a certain point, I just stopped playing. And I said, it, it's over. I can't play ping pong anymore because I'm too high. Yeah. And you're freaking me out. And I'm creeped out by everybody. Right. And so then right before we were getting ready to leave, the guy was like, oh, you wanted that agave, that that plant? Can we just dig it up and you know put in, give it to you in a pot and you can take it home? I said, all right, that's fine. And my wife and I, and she was you know totally sober, and we walked over to the blue, blue agave, which is a nice cactus. Yeah. And he started digging it out of the ground, and the cactus started kind of moving funny. And I got this really negative vibe off the plant. Hmm. Like, I was like, oh, no. Like, this plant's not cool. I don't want this in my house. Like, the plant's very negative energy. Right. It was, like, dangerous because, like, it had spikes on it, and it kind of waved funny. And, I, like, I just got this real bad vibe off the plant because, you know, I'm sensitive to plants and animals. And then I had to sit with my wife holding the plant the whole time, and it was a horror show. As we drove back to our place, and she was driving, and I was sitting with the plant, and I was like, oh, my God, like, it's going to kill me. This plant is going to get into my bloodstream, and it's like Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. And I just lost my shit, and then I puked on Delamo Boulevard. Yeah. Because of weed? Yes. So I'm thinking that if they maybe they had the agave test. Yeah. Have you ever been so stoned you looked at a, a plant, and you thought, this, is, this motherfucker's got it out for me? No, no. I never got the bad vibes off, <laughs> off of a plant, no. Meanwhile, two years later, the agave plant did kill Todd. So, you know, <laughs> there it is. Like the fears were well founded. It's a, it's actually in my planner. Oh, really? I water it seldomly, just enough to keep it alive. Now, what kind of party was this? The person's like have a plant. Yeah, well, they, no, they have like a historical home with okay. a, a crazy but, succulent garden. But so. I mean, you you said I want that. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, they offered it to us. It was a, no. <laughs> it was a, it was a friend gift of a succulent. Weird. Doesn't yeah. It doesn't seem like it's someone bizarre. offered it. It seems like you said, "I want that," and they're like, "Uh, yeah, okay, stone ass Todd, go yeah. ahead." We got this plant. And then, then when they dug it out of the ground, you're like, "I'm not digging the vibe of this plant right now." <laughs> like, vibed out on yeah. The plant, what man. kind of high maintenance bullshit is this? It's not. It's not. You know. But <laughs> when you get married, it's not. When anyway. you get married and you get a house, you start <laughs> you talking about that. shit like succulents. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know, I, I like eco-friendly plants. So yeah. Fuck me if I'm so wrong. We got any more news, John? <laughs> Apparently. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Dios mío, man. Jury in Maine Zumba prostitution trial watched a 45-minute sex video today. Nice. Oh. Jurors in the trial of Mark Strong, the alleged co-conspirator partner of the alleged Zumba madam, the Zumba madam Alexis Wright, yeah, were her- shown eight videos on Thursday, including one 45-minute video of a woman identified as Wright having sex with a client. Wow. That's nice. all there is to that story. That, that, is, that is great jury duty. Zumba sex? Yeah, I mean, watching porno on jury duty, because you're probably getting paid by your work if you have a decent gig. Yeah. You know, you're getting your hourly wage, you're sitting down, and you're, you're watching porno with a jury of your peers. That's weird. Yeah. It, I want it's weird that to watch jo- porn with that many other people. I want that job, and I setting. also want the new job that uh, came into California where they have to legally uh, go to porn sites and make sure they're wearing condoms. That's, what, that's the job I want. You oh, know? condom I'm, enforcer? Yeah, condom enforcer. That's what, that's what I'm going for. That's pretty good. So you're watching tons of porno, and you're like looking, and you, but you're really focusing. You have to. No, really, I think you're there you, while they're recording it. Yeah, you have to be on set 
Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's new laws now. So yeah. they actually, the government is paying for people to go into porno sets and watch if people are, you now, now do they judge the type of condom? You're like, this is lambskin, no. no. this is not good? I don't know. No, I don't think so. No? I'm going to get into it, so I'll find out. Yeah. Or that this is a polyurethane condom? Th- those are the best. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I've, you, I, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to be uh, weird about my belief in safe sex. I believe in safe sex, and I think a polyurethane condom is uh, that's, that's the good move. Very nice. That's the way to go. I don't usually give sex advice on the show. That's but what I'm saying. Uh, I once I once bought some condoms, and they had uh, it was lifestyles, and you didn't know what color you were getting. Yeah. When you know you pull it out because they have the colored ones, right? Of course. Of course. Maybe that's what was on sale, so that's what I bought. I couldn't fork over that extra dollar for you know, but, but not me. Sean Norton is calling me right now. Don't answer it. Wait, no. This might actually be funny because John was uh, the co-host on uh, Brian Whitman's podcast. John? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey John, I'm, I'm recording my show right now. Oh, sweet, man. I'm surprised you picked that phone up. Well, I picked the phone up because I thought the audience would, be, would find it funny that you're calling. But say something real funny real quick, and then I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Pressure. I'm not really sure we're that monkey that's just going to perform for you like that, dude. Why don't you just... Thank you, John. Typical fucking Norton. All right, all right. Say say goodbye to everybody, John. Good to talk to you, though, for real, for real. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, John. All right, John. All right, we'll talk in a minute, John. So yeah, but but that's the thing. I once I once bought a condom and it was black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a black condom, right? Mm. So I put it on my my wang. And it was black, so I felt like for like I was a brother for a minute. Yeah, you were living it. It was interracial sex. Yeah, because I think the the girl was white, so it was interracial sex just <laughs> for that it. night. Got it. Yeah. Now, now the that's a whole other fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Me being yeah, me being the black dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. I, yeah. All you got to do is buy the black condom because then you just you just look down and you see yeah. your uh, your your blackness just really right. going for yeah. it. You know. And it's good for the woman, too, because that's what she really wants. And you look down and you go, the myth isn't true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's sad at some point. You disprove the myth. Any, any yes. other news we got there, John? News. You ain't come one, but many time tainted. American government advice for Yeti hunters, 1959. Oh. Hmm. The for- this Foreign Service memo treats a science fictional subject, the existence of the Yeti. Well, wait, wait, wait. That's really leaping out there for the journalist saying the Yeti, Debatable. which is the abominable snowman, like the, the snow yeah. Bigfoot. Saying that that's science fiction based is really kind of going out on a limb. It's debatable. Yeah. A little bit of bias there. Anyway, it treats it with the utmost bureaucratic seriousness. Titled Regulations Governing Mountain Climbing Expeditions in Nepal Relating to Yeti, it was issued from the American Embassy in Kathmandu on November 30th, 1959. Did the U.S. government believe in the Yeti, as some cryptozoologist took the memo to mean? Well, wait, who was president then? It was, what, 1959? Was that Eisenhower? Probably. I think Eisenhower was into the Yeti. Maybe. The memo, the memo stipulated three rules. Yeti hunters must play the Nepalese government must pay the Nepalese government for a permit. Hunters can photograph but not kill any Yeti that surfaces and must turn any photographs or captured Yeti over to Nepali officials. And new findings need to be filtered through the Nepalese channels before going public. Ooh. What do we feel about that? Well, whether it exists or not, you could have those rules. I think you can have the rules, but let's say John, if you, let's say you're in Nepal. 
Right. As you are like to do. Sure. And, and you were high up in the mountains and you encountered a Yeti. Yeah. Now, let's just say maybe you don't have your iPhone with you to snap a shot. Right. Or do you think it would be cool to kill the Yeti? Because I know it's... it's oh, that Yeti's going down, probably. Oh, Yeti's going down. But at the same time, I'm not going to show it to anybody. I'm just going to leave it up there in the mountains. Yeah. I'm not going to bring it down to the Nepalese government or anything like that. Oh, I'm totally bringing the Yeti back. I want to be known as the first man to capture a Yeti. Oh, yeah? That trumps anything in life, because then you could have the Yeti Museum at my house, See, where I have the Yeti. You're all about fame. Yeah. That's all, John is just a man, and he's just going to fucking kill that thing and leave it up there. And you're all about, oh, man, Or just bag. eat it for survival. Yeah. You wouldn't want to skin the Yeti, and then, I mean, depending on how tall the Yeti was, you could wear the Yeti skin, like, on Halloween, or Ooh. just for, for creepy reasons. It might be warm. Like I'm figuring, it's gonna be kind of like a wampa, like Empire Strikes Back, and you can do like ro- you can rock a Wouldn't yeti. Easier thing just to be to go to like Space Mountain at Disneyland and just shoot that yeti. <laughs> what the oh, no, that's the Matterhorn. Oh, the Matterhorn. Yeah, then a flume ride, which at Knott's Berry Farm they have the log ride. Mm-hmm. At Disneyland they have Splash Mountain. Yeah, they have the uh, the, the low end ones at Magic Mountain. Right? Yeah, and those then- are actually a lot more fun than roller coasters. The log rides. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Log rides are dope, and then then you just have the big steel crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, and that that's all you have, and so every, oh, and then then you have the uh, the raft rides where you have like Bigfoot Rapids or yeah. the rapid rides. But really, if you're if you're the roller coaster creator people who sit and that's all do they make roller coasters? Only got five options. I feel like yeah. there should be a sixth. Well, the steel son of a bitch is, as you say, it's like then you can just get into weird, stupid stuff. Like, oh, this one's just going to go straight up and just plunge you straight down. It's talking about Superbad, right? Yeah, yeah or yeah, whatever I'm they talking are. About that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That shit's cray. I'm not really into roller coasters for the most part. I, I love them. Really? I, I'm, yeah, I've always been a big fan. I'm a John. I, don't I like them. the log rides. That stuff's fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's like roller coasters. It's like, you know that you get that part where you feel like your brain's pushing up against your skull? I love that. You know why it feels like that? Because your brain's pushing up against is. your skull. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, that's literally what's happened. Maybe I have like the low MAO. Like they say in your body, you have like the certain chemical for excitement. Yeah. That's yeah. why kind of I've had a life where I've been more into kind of exciting behaviors like drug behaviors mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, uh, going to the Lakewood Starbucks. Or like all the real crazy shit you can do in life. Or collecting agave. Like going to Starbucks. You're collecting a collecting a, agave plants for people. Yeah. Negative yeah. agave wow. feelings. I, I think that maybe I have, you know, that in my system. That's why I love like still at this age because a, a roller coaster can really fuck up your back at yeah. at, at 35. But I, I love them. Like my wife doesn't like them, so it makes mm. it real lame. Like I want to go to Magic Mountain, and hang out with a bunch of cholos, and ride uh, Colossus. But wow. Yeah. <laughs> Far Out News. Why can't you share your bit? Bo Jackson voted greatest all-time by ESPN. Fuck yeah, he was. Greatest athlete of the GOAT. Yeah. Greatest of all time. He was. Can you even imagine another player ever earning MLB All-Star and NFL Pro Bowl honors in back-to-back years? Nope. But isn't arguing uh, what to do... Right. But isn't arguing what we do best, Sports Nation? Who's asking that question? Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson, Bankus says, Jackson's, Jackson, this is written weird. Bo Jackson, Bankus says, Jackson's speed qualified him at the U.S. Olympic team for track and field, but he pursued football and baseball instead. At the 1986 NFL Combine, his time of 4.12 seconds in the 40 is still the fastest ever measured by at any NFL Combine. Bam! And more than a tenth of a second faster than the modern Combine record, of 4.24 set by Titans running back Chris Johnson. So 1986 isn't part of the modern combine? 
I, I guess not. Maybe they didn't have like nowadays they have the combine. And it's like on the NFL channel all day, yeah. and you, you see it's like a it's just like a part of the the way to extend the NFL season. Yeah, you know. But running a four point one two, that was okay. So Bo Jackson was qualified for Olympic track yeah. and field times. He was an all star in the NFL as a running back for yeah. the Los Angeles Raiders, and then he played for the Kansas City Royals and later the White Sox after his hip injury. Yeah, and was a, was a, the leadoff hitter. I remember when they had uh, like the 89 All-Star game in Anaheim uh, where the Angels play. He literally ripped a 450-yard home run over center field mm-hmm. like off like the second pitch. Yeah. And they had um it was they had the announcers and then Ronald Reagan, I think who just either he just left office. It was 89, he probably was still in office mm-hmm. or no, or just left. What I don't know. History buffs let me know. Yeah. It was it was right around the end of the Reagan presidency where Reagan was in the uh the announcer's booth just hanging out because he used to be a baseball announcer. And then he whacks that over 450 yards and he's like, well, <laughs> yeah. like, well. like Reagan was dumbfounded. But nothing. And as Bo Jackson comes up, we talked about Ozzie Smith and you wearing a Cardinal uniform. And Jackson wears baseball and football and you did football. Uh, yes, I played the Gipper, but I also played for real in a much earlier time. But uh, that bow down there, that's a pretty interesting hobby he has for his vacation. When baseball ends, he winds up uh, playing uh, playing football. I, I just, I don't know if there's ever been anyone doing it. Hey. He's remarkable, and look at that one. Bo Jackson says hello. is greeted on the first pitch to Bo Jackson. He almost hit it out of state. Now, you know, that's going to set it up pretty interesting for him to the end of this season when he goes back to the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, there are there are other players that have played multiple sports. Deion Sanders played both uh, football and mm-hmm. baseball, but he was like a decent baseball player, like above average, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was a shutdown corner. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, later he should have been career, in this yeah. debate. Later Den- in his career, he was just in the NFL. Dennis Rodman yeah. played both sides. I'm sorry. No, I don't think he just that, played basketball. He yeah. played both sides of a tequila shot. Yes, yeah. he's all over the place. And sexually, the, yes, there were there were there were other you got players it. You that got played. It. Thank a, you, thank you. The joke was so good that I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, no, How did you not get that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. There, yeah, there are other players that have played two sports. Like I think Danny Ainge had yeah. like a major league baseball and a NBA career. He played for like the Blue Jays and the Boston Celtics. Right? Yeah, yeah, and later the Phoenix Suns too. But Bo did shit that people. People never saw. Like right. I think yeah. Bo once. If you ever see the play where Bo Jackson was, I think he was playing left field uh, for the Kansas City Royals, and he threw a guy running into home plate. It was a ball that was on the warning track, and Bo literally hit the catcher on the fly from the warning track in left field. Nice. Yeah. Some of the other people they have like listed here: Dale Earnhardt Sr. Like really. But do you get? I mean, okay. And Tony Hawk. Maybe, well, wait, maybe Dale Earnhardt. Like people, I I don't get it. I don't watch NASCAR, and it's not a prejudice thing. It's just I don't. Yeah. It's not my thing. But I don't see how driving a car, like being the best car driver, still doesn't touch maybe being a backup catcher in the in yeah, Major no League Baseball, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Somebody. No, would it's be a, angry it's, about a, that, it's but... a very impressive skill, but yeah, I don't think that makes you an athlete. No. 
It is the only sport where a female can compete with the male head-to-head with no no boundaries whatsoever, right? Female can't play basketball with the NBA star. It, it wouldn't happen. But Danica Patrick can yeah. compete in the same car, same weight, everything like that. It's all equal. That's the good thing about NASCAR. Yeah, it's totally The equal. hick sport that it is. Yeah. It's got one, one female in it that's going to you know hopefully change shit. Now, I don't know whether that's the sport or whether that maybe she's that great. Because I don't know anything about it. But, she's okay. But she, what about badminton? Okay. I think maybe in badminton. Like, There's there other be... sports. I mean, that generally they just don't because golf and tennis, they certainly could. That's the, that's the other but thing. Golf, golf, the best female golfer, only got to like the top 100 when she tried to compete in the PGA. John Sowen, thank you for coming by the show. You're welcome. Buck Perez, always a pleasure. Thank you. And I like to say, ak baka, baka chaka. Boogum now, baby, you're casting your spell on me. Yeah. I say, boogum, 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 boogum now, baby, you're casting your spell on me. Yeah. You got me doing funny things like a clown. Just look at me.